Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So I don't know if you can see there as, I, as you were talking, I was fidgeting with reloading a draft. Um, but I... Uh, <laughs> We had Drake May go number one three more times. So I had to reload the draft. I eventually took control of the Bears pick uh, to make sure that Caleb Williams went one. And we're going to hope that roughly the same guys go. And I would like the draft to start and Caleb Williams. And then I would like uh, Jaden Daniels to be my pick. And now all of a sudden, here we are on the clock again. Many of the same guys uh, go. We, we see like Chris Braswell, the edge from Alabama, yeah. uh, go instead. So you have a, a couple of extra guys that come off the board. Your guy, Tyler Guyton, almost slipped all the way yeah. uh, if, to us at, at 36. That would have been yeah. sick. And if he slips, I think you sprint that pick in. I think he's perfect fit for what they're trying to do. He's got a lot of upside potential. I think even Troy Fontenew, the guy that goes at 35, He's an excellent football player, you know, played tackle at uh, UW, probably more of a guard. Jonah Ellis goes at 33. Excellent pass rusher from Utah. Got a lot of juice, man. But if he goes, man, then another football player is going to fall. And so, again, I'm super stoked, right? I'm doing a victory lap because my one of my favorite players in the draft is there. That's Darius Robinson. So I'm probably going to say we should take him. But, Craig, you know, you, we got we to work this out as, as a leadership group together. So let's talk through it. Yeah, let's take Darius Robinson. No, I, I do think that that's I do think that's the right pick here. Um, yeah. They need an they need an edge player. And I remember when we were talking about guys that you liked in the Senior Bowl, like you said, that's the guy that feels like a Commanders player. And as they yeah. try to establish that identity of, oh, that guy's a Steeler. That guy, you know, in Belichick's day or especially early Belichick days, that guy's a Patriot. Like you want to know who are the guys that really define what it means. And I would say, like for what when Kyle Smith was here, like what they were trying to build. Kyle or uh, John Allen was like that guy's a commander, mm. like just a super solid, tough, physical football player who just wants to line up and and kill somebody. Like that's what it was. You know, when Scott McLuhan was here, and and I don't mean to like we're not going to relitigate like those two eras, but like 
you know, the good thing of what Scott had was a vision. Like Brandon Sheriff was the guy that he wanted to take. Overdraft for a guard at six? Sure. Uh, But like there was a reason, there was an identity piece to that. And I think a guy like Darius Robinson, not only play style and what he can do in in Dan Quinn's use of defensive linemen, um, a guy that can line up at multiple spots, like not in the same way that Michael Parsons can, but who can, Um, but can line up with some versatility and and bring an attitude and an edge and a finish and a strain and all those things that, that DQ really wants. Um, But as an attitude type of thing, like he seems like a, he seems like a guy that, that could fit that. So, um, I think the other options are going big receiver. Keon Coleman, uh, Florida yeah. state is an option there. Um, I heard, uh, Jordan Reed on Kimes podcast the other day. I say Xavier Leggett would be a great fit, uh, yeah. receiver from South Carolina. He's on the board here. And then you have offensive tackles, uh, that I think you could potentially look at, uh, Graham Barton out of Duke. I don't know what you think of him, but your guy, Patrick Paul is an option. And then on the edge, you also have chop Robinson out of Penn state. So I think those are kind of the guys that are in, you know, Donnie Mitchell receiver out of Texas. Like yeah. all those guys are in play here. Yeah. So I think Keon Mitchell is a guy that I think a lot of people like, I don't think he separates super well and big receivers. You don't separate. It makes me think of Keneal Harry, you know, like I'm just, it yeah. gets me really Kelvin nervous. Benjamin, like yeah. those guys. Like, and Kelvin Benjamin worked in the NFL because he was so big. You know, he was 6'6", 250, like huge. This is not that guy. And I and again, like he's he's a big guy. He, his contested catch ability is off the chart, but I need to see his separate. I need to see some route nuance. So interesting to see how he runs. That's why I'm not super sold on him at the moment, but we'll see what happens. And then obviously um, there's TJ Tampa, who is an excellent corner out of, I forget where he's from, Iowa State. Yes, uh, Iowa, Iowa State. Iowa State, yeah. Very good football player. And again, do you need to fill that need? But to me, it seems like edge. And I, one of the things I said uh, on a show yesterday was like Chop Robinson. Maybe it's the Penn State jersey. Um, the explosiveness with which he plays with. And listen to this. Listen to this comp, Craig. He is not this player, but the explosive juice he's got is very similar to Micah Parsons. Like it's very similar. It's not the same. Doesn't play with the same strength. I was going to say, so what's the what's lacking to make sure that people understand the difference between the two? Doesn't have the same playing strength, doesn't have the same power, doesn't use his hands the same way. There's a lot of differences there. But I do think if you're like, if you're Dan, you're like, this guy played at Penn State. He's got, he's probably going to run a 4-4. He's probably going to jump 40 inches. Like he is twitched up and explosive. And if as a defensive line coach, I can work stunts in games and get him sprinting like around like free rusher status. Uh, I think that would be pretty impressive. So he's a guy that is kind of like my dark horse for this pick here. If he's available, I think this is too high for him to go, but I could see someone in the building falling in love with that just explosive pop that he's got. I mean, like we can make something out of this, but I do think Darius Robinson would be my pick here. So, and the other, I guess, option then would be go either wide receiver or tackle here and hope that chop Robinson's available at 40 because we pick again very soon. So like you would just go to, Darius Robinson. According to my board, and this is just my board, obviously, like I have like a borderline first round grade on Darius. So in terms of value, this is the Fine. more valuable pick. Yeah. So. All right. So Darius Robinson is the pick. Uh, then in between is it we have the the speed settings set to turbo. Keon Coleman goes after that. TJ Tampa. Michael Penix was still on the board, by the way, as is JJ McCarthy. Yeah. Um, so now that leaves us with many of the same players. Uh, yeah. We got. Uh, um, Kieran, uh, I, I will know this name by the time the draft comes around, but Kieran, Amadaje, uh, the go. tackle out of Yale. Um, you have Zach Frazier, the center out of West Virginia, Good player. uh, 
Graham Burton tackle out of Duke. You got a couple of wide receivers in here from Mitchell from Texas, Walker from North Carolina, yeah. uh, Jermaine Burton from Alabama, Leggett. Still got Chopper Robinson, but then you get to a guy I know you also like a lot, Patrick Paul, mm. the tackle out of Houston. Jalen Polk on the board, by the way, the wide receiver out of uh, Washington, who's a stud. Yeah, and Patrick Paul is incredibly raw, so is he going to come and start day one? Maybe, but I do think he's got the physical tools to get there. Can you go to the offensive line, Craig, Craig and just see who's available? Uh, do you want just tackle? Do you want guards too? Can we do both? Sure. Thank you. Uh, and we got centers in here too. I guess that counts as interior line. Okay. Yeah. So the guy that I really like, honestly, and uh, people are sleeping on because he didn't go to the Senior Bowl, two guys here I want to point out. Yeah. Graham Barton from Duke is probably going to play guard, has played center, has played tackle. Is a twitchy... Kind of reminds me of um, the guy at a Northwestern last year uh, who got drafted uh, by Skaronsky. Skaronsky, very similar, but I think he's a better athlete. So in terms of needs for the Commanders, like you can play guard, right? Fill that need, play center, right? I think that's another need, kind of hybrid need there. And I think he, in a pinch, could play tackle for you. So love him. Another guy that people aren't talking about, but I think they should be, is Kingsley Suamataya from BYU. Very raw prospect, big, athletic heavy son of a gun right so i think he's a little bit more far he's a little farther along than um patrick paul for example but patrick paul i think ceiling is through the roof so if you want like a just a solid double here graham barton's your pick if you want someone who could be a home run patrick paul's your pick if you want another like triple kind of player i think kingsley sue mataya so you know I, I in terms of offensive line i think this should make commanders fans feel really good and the other guy is Christian Haynes from Connecticut. Had a great year, killed at the Senior Bowl. Like, those are four dudes that are going to make you better right now. And they're all sitting right there for you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So let me just throw something out there because I feel like center has come up a couple times. Um, I know Jordan Reed mentioned it on John's pod, but like, didn't you draft Ricky Schomburg last year to play center? Yeah. Like no, you can't right. you can't have a third round pick you just throw by the wayside. Like to me, Ricky Stromberg has to be your starting center this year. If yeah. not, then you wasted a third rounder, which, you know, hey, it was a different administration. It was what it was, but like I'm not drafting a guy to play center this year. I am unless I know like if I'm Adam Peters and I look at Cliff's offense and what he needs out of a center, and I look at Ricky Stromberg and go, that is a mismatch. We can't do this. Like, and you're we're just gonna have to eat it. And he's gonna be our backup okay like if you know you're screwed but i have a hard time thinking with ricky stromberg and some of the promise he showed at guard last year and how intelligent he is and what people thought about him coming out that he can't come in and be your starting center from day one this year so i to me center is not a position that i'm spending a second round pick on yeah so the grand barn guy center guard and tackle and i think that left guard spot is something you're kind of trying to shore up maybe you like christian haynes a little bit better but again like i said those are four football players uh, again, Zach Frazier, I think you were talking about there. He's probably yeah. the best of this group. But those four guys, I think, are really excellent. And I think you – I don't say you can't go wrong with any of them, but that's kind of how I feel. And I think maybe Patrick Paul, because he's got the highest ceiling, 
that's what you take a swing on. I don't know. It's your call, Craig. What do you got? Oh man, where are you gonna? I'm going to my old line coach, and that's as close thing we have as you. I'm going back <laughs> to you and be like, which of these guys do you want? Um, I would say, I would say, hey, I want to tackle. Which guy mm. do you want? I would probably go. I probably go Patrick Paul here. Okay, and it's um, close. And it's close between Kingsley Sumatai also. By but the way, he, uh, now we have the offensive line of brotherly love because Chris Paul right. uh, is is already in house. But sorry, right, we'll go Patrick Paul. Um, that'll be our guy and, um, let's see what PFF thinks of our draft. I think they're going to like it quite a bit. They do Jada Daniels an a Darius Robinson, a minus Patrick Paul. They give a B minus they have uh, 49, uh, on the PFF big board and we took him at 40, but obviously positional need a guy who can play tackle. Um, and by the way, like depending on what you do with Charles Leno and Andrew Wiley, like you could, you could have him redshirt a year, yeah. um, behind two super vets. Um, again, play style wise, who knows how they fit, but, um, that is definitely something to work out. And I also think worth mentioning at left guard, potentially like, could you kick Wiley inside? Um, that's, Maybe. that's something I've thought about too, of like, if you can get Schaumburg at center, Cosme at right guard, Wiley at left guard, and either keep Leno or you, you sign a free agent at one side and then draft the other, like that to me is not a bad way to remake this whole line pretty quickly on the fly. Um, but we'll ultimately see what, what they want to do. Uh, there in uh, Dan Quinn's first year and what Adam Peters can can engineer. All right, any uh, final thoughts on Mock Draft 1.0? No, but I think every time we do these, I think it's just important to know there are, even though like we picked Darius Robinson, Patrick Paul, Jaden Daniels, there are tremendously good football players in that same area that are going to add value. You know, that you might not know their name, but gosh, I just mentioned four offensive linemen that I could have picked there and felt really happy with, right? Darius Robinson, like if that's Chop Robinson, you know, do we... You know, like it just it just depends on the fit and the vision of the of the team and and Adam and Dan and what they're doing. So, uh, but yeah, I think there's a lot of good football players, and I'm really happy that they've got 36 and 40 to kind of actualize on the good football players at the top of this draft. Totally, I, I think that to me is the big takeaway. Is like you could. I feel so good about those second rounders. In a way, I feel really good about two as well. Like yeah. two is a much much bigger high wire act because at the end yeah. of the day, like you're trying to pick a franchise quarterback, and like that's that's tough. But it, you're also looking at, in that second round, a ton of wide receivers that probably be first rounders in other years um, that you could potentially take or an edge or a tackle. I feel pretty good about one of the guys that you really like being there at 36 and probably another one at 40. So um, plenty of opportunities. And of course, having those two picks means you could make some package deals, uh, you know, elsewhere in the draft, go back in the first round. There's, there's just so many options. And a guy like Adam Peters has navigated all of this before. All right. Uh, next week on the show, we got a couple of guests that we're working on, uh, get some more in, uh, you know, obviously more, uh, perspectives on the draft where Washington could slash should go. Uh, we'll, we'll be talking about the draft plenty. We'll start to get some free agent looks as well. And then, uh, we also, I guess we'll have a, the final coaching staff that we can talk about too. So all of that. And then the week after that, we're off to Indy Logan. So right. people can look forward to take command from Indianapolis. Maybe I think I've, I got to see what days I'm doing the show. Maybe one of those two days, Tuesday or Thursday. Cause like one of the days my flight, I think it's Thursday on my flight out. I won't do the show, the radio show on Thursday. Maybe we'll do a live show from Indy. Oh, that could be fun. Cool. That'd be fun. So yeah. we'll, we'll sit down and we'll do a, we'll do a live show from Indianapolis. So just putting, putting that out there. Uh, if you, if you, you made it this far in the podcast and you like that idea, tweet me so that I know that people are into it. Cause I don't want to do a live show for no one. Cause that would be, that'd be sad. All right. Uh, we'll see you next time on taking it.